<laughs> people, we are coming with it today. It's Wednesday, people, so you know what's going down. That's right, baby. We are looking at the fights. So we have got UFC 256 going down on Saturday, and then there is Submission Underground on Sunday. And we go through both cards with a fine tooth comb. So, people, buckle up. Let's go. Okay, people. So, ah, it is here. Saturday, we get UFC 256, which means. We get the quickest title turnaround in UFC history When Davison Figueredo puts that belt on the line with Brandon Moreno Now, they both first fought on the same card So they both had the same amount of time off The same amount of recovery So it's going to be fire It's going to be fun But before we get to that, there is 11 Fights on the card 11 fights on the card It is the penultimate UFC card of the year Man, shit has seemed to come around mad quick No clue who's on the table I'm assuming we've got Rogan, Anik And then, who? you know, maybe Cormier Maybe Felder I don't even know Hey wouldn't it be fire if we got Bisbee, you know? I haven't listened to this week's Believe You and Me, so I am not sure. Um, Buffer will be doing his thing. No clue on the ring girls. Never have a clue on the ring girls. But, yeah, let's get started with the early prelims. There's been a lot of changes to this card. So, um, yeah, we've already had, what, three fights drop out this week. So... You know, <laughs> there's possibly fights that we will talk about right here that might not take place. But as of right now, as of right now, we're starting things off. And I'm assuming this is the order. It might get shifted. But we have a featherweight fight between Chase Hooper and Peter Barrett. So let's take a look. Alright, so Slippery Pete is 11-4 and He's coming off a loss in his last fight Which was his UFC debut against Yusuf Zalao Now Zalao, you know, Zalao is really good You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, they, they, like, you know he he was fighting in you know cage titans. Um, he got a shot on the contender series, which he won. Got himself a contract, right? Uh, so um, yeah, you know it, it's, a, it's a it's a tough one sometimes. You know, making your debut against certain people, right? 
Um, but looking at Barrett's uh, record, you know, he's got TKOs, right? He's got some submissions. He's also been caught by submissions as well. So uh, it, it's hard to say how good, right? But I think you can pull submissions off on people that aren't at your level. But that doesn't mean that you're great at jiu-jitsu So yeah, it's a tough one But I think it is fair to say that Chase possibly is the better grappler You know, because that's his kind of, that was always his bread and butter, right? The grappling Now, um, the dream, he is 9-1-1 one, one. He's also coming off a loss Right, which was his second UFC fight against Alex Cazares. And um listen, again, that fight, that's you know, Cazares is he's a vet. He's a vet, and he also knows that you know BJJ, right? And he's got great striking. So I I, I think stumbling at that, you know, at that point. It's not a bad thing, right? And I think for someone like Hooper, it was good to get that loss, right? It it was good to be shown, okay, I should work on this and this and this. You know, my weaknesses are here. So, yeah, it, it was valuable. It was good, right? Um, so, yeah, you know, he he is very good at the jujitsu. Right, he is real good at that. Got a lot of submissions. Um, so I'm gonna say that, uh, yeah, I feel Chase gets the win. You know, they both fought this year, you know, so they're both used to the situations. Um, yeah, I think my money is on Hooper to um walk away with. To win So people Then that takes us to our Second Well the last fight on the early prelims Which is Sergey Spivak Against Jared Vandenera uh, And this is a heavyweight clash Now the, the thing I like about this fight Right So um, you know Vandenera The mountain <laughs> He is 11 and 4. He's on a two fight win streak. And he got this fight because after his contender series win, that's who he called for. You know, he had a name, right? He 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 was like, "Listen, I don't I don't mind who I fight. I'm just happy. I'm happy to get my contract, but hey, if you could make it, I'd love to fight um Spivak." Yo, and, and then I think he mentioned a few other people But Spivak was the first person Off his lips And it got made Because Spivak didn't have a fight Right? And I think that goes to show Hey, if you have in mind an opponent Because he said it in a respectful way Right? There's, it's not trash talking to ask for a fight Right? And he got the fight So I, I feel that's um that's a good look Right, so um, yeah, no, he's he's got a, a good number of stoppages, 
Now he's got a couple of submissions on the record. So, um, yeah, I feel we also saw that he can take shots. Right. I mean, we saw that in his contender series fight. He can take shots. Now, the polar bear is 11 and 2. He's coming off a win in his last encounter, which was um, Carlos Felipe, right? And that was in July. All right. He'd also fought in um, February, uh, which was a loss to Marcin Tabora. So, um, yeah, you know, they, they both fought this year, which, which is, you know, again, it's, it's always good, right? But when you look at Spivak's, when you look at Spivak's track record, he, he's definitely fought a higher caliber of um, fighters. You know, he's had three fights in the UFC. He's lost to 1-1. No, sorry, he's lost 2-1-2, two, two, right? But the two losses, Walt Harris and Marcin Tadabura, they're no um, chump change, you know what I mean? They're both very tough opposition. He beat uh, Tai Avasa with an arm triangle, right? So, uh, yeah, he is, Spivak is tough, right? He, he's got a lot of stoppages, Go. He's got submissions. I think he's gonna be too. I think he's gonna have too much, and also just fighting at this higher echelon. He knows what it's about. He's been able to challenge himself. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm gonna say that Spivak is uh, able to get the win, people. Uh, so then we go to our prelims proper And um, Tisha Torres, she's still on the card She was meant to be fighting Angela Hill Unfortunately Hill uh, tested positive for COVID So in step, Samantha Hughes Actually, I don't know if she likes Samantha I'm going to say Sam I've seen her fight, she's tough so I don't want to fuck around. <laughs> it's a strawweight clash. And um, yeah, it's Hughes' UFC debut. You know, a hey, short notice, but hey, it's a shot. You know what I mean? Uh, she is five and one, uh, coming off a win in her last fight. Goes by Sam Page. Do you see what they did there? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, her last win was at LFA 93, which took place in October. Uh, and she got a guillotine. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. You know, she's, um, yeah, her last three fights have been in an LFA with two wins and a loss. Uh, yeah, her, her first win was actually over Lisa Maldin Who fought on um, LFA's last card And got the win You know uh, She lost to, she lost to Vanep, blah, Vanessa Duopolis Who, um, you know, we saw on the Contender Series And at LFA 85 She got caught with an inverted triangle It was crazy 
it was because Hughes was dominating the fight. She was dominating the fight. And in a takedown, Donopolis threw her legs up. And I feel that, yeah, I think Hughes just thought it was a bit innocuous because of their positioning. But, man, yeah, got that carotid artery, man. And got her out of there. But Hughes is tough. Hughes is a relentless, she is tough, you know what, she kind of is very much like her opponent, Teresa Torres, right, the tiny tornado, who is 11 and 5, coming off a win in her last outing, which was against Brianna Van Buren, so that was in June, right, um, yeah, they're a bit similar, you know, there's, uh, Torres, she goes for that relentless, you know, takedown, grappling, pressure kind of style. So, um, yeah, this is going to be an interesting one, right? Um, yeah, Torres, you know, she's had a tough time. She had had four losses back to back before the Van Buren win, Right? I mean, they're tough opponents, like Marina Rodriguez, Weili Zhang, Joanna Janjacek, and Jessica Andrade. You know, all decisions, mind. So that just shows how tough Tisha is. But, um, yeah, she was clearly losing all of those fights. But, you know, she was maybe able to turn it around. And Tisha, she is full a who's who. I mean, she's fought a who's who Came to the UFC via the Ultimate Fighter uh, She'd fought in, um, it was season 20 by the way She fought in um, Invicta You know, she was Invicta Invicta 3 right? That's where she made her pro debut So she's been around for a long ass time Beat Paige Van Zandt in Invicta. She beat Rose Nanam Nunes in Invicta. Felice Herring. You know, she beat a load of people. She's very impressive. You know? So, um, Tisha is tough. And I think her experience it is just going to be a bit too much. You know, Hughes is great. As I said, I think, I feel Hughes is... You know, Tisha Torres. You know, just a younger, less experienced version, right? But um, yeah, she's got that experience, right? So that's the difference. Um, so yeah, I I I think Torres gets to win. Now, could Hughes win? Yeah, for real, Hughes could definitely um get that. You know, but um. I, I, I think uh, Tisha is probably going to pull it off So our next fight is a, um, a featherweight clash we got Billy Qualantiro against Gavin Tucker So the governor, right? He's 12-1, coming off two wins right? He beat uh, Justin Janus in his last fight, which was in August, early August, and he also beat Xiong Wu Chao 
uh, at UFC 240, Holloway v Edgar, which was July last year. Okay, so, um, huh, yeah, that must have been International Fight Week, right? Um, and, yeah, Tucker is tough, right? He's, he's got submissions, right? His last two wins were by Rear Naked Choke, you know? So, um, he's also, uh, um, like, he's got a, a, a couple of stoppages, TKO, but, um, more submission wins than anything else, which is, uh, always interesting. Now, his opponent, Billy Quarantero, he is 15-2 and two on an eight-win streak right now. So, his last fight was in September, um, where he, yeah, shut out Kyle Nelson with a right cross in the third round. Um, before that, he had the win over Spike Carlisle in May. And so he's had two, um, yeah, two outings this year. Um, he came to the UFC via the Contender Series 2019. Right, so... Um, yeah, he's had three UFC fights, so this will be his fourth. Um, he also had an outing on the Ultimate Fighter way back, but I think, um, yeah, I think he's, uh, I, I think he's gonna have too much. Like we we've seen, like the 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 onslaught that Carlisle put on him, and he took it, and then he just out. Worked him Right so I I think Billy is tough He can take a shot And um, yeah I, I'm, I feel he's going to get the win here You know I think it's going to be a fun ass fight Definitely a fun ass fight man um, But yeah I think Quentin Tillo Will get it done So we then jump to the ladies uh, Strawweight division Right and we, this is a fun fight. We got Mackenzie Dern against uh, Verna Jaina Roba. Hmm, yeah, a little stumble over that one. But yeah, this, ooh, this is a good one, right? So, um, Chandra Roba is 16 and 1 on a two fight win streak. You know, she's, you know, she was doing a thing in Invicta. Won the strawweight belt in Invicta, right? Then got the call up to the UFC. You know, um, she lost her debut to Carla Esposa, Aspa, blah, blah, Carla Esparza, but uh, since pulled off two wins, uh, Mallory Martin, and then Felice Herring, uh, which was in August. Which was, unfortunately, it was Felice's comeback. But, yeah, she re-injured herself in that one, which is such a damn shame. Um, that was at UFC 252. Moyochich v. Cormier. So, um, yeah, they've, um, you know, she's, yeah, you know, she's got submissions. One of the last two. Last one, Armbar. Before that, rear naked choke. 
You know, she um, was getting submissions in Invicta. Yeah, you know, I more inv- more submissions than uh, TKOs. I think just one TKO, but yeah, she is tough. But here's the thing: she's going off against Mackenzie Dern, right? She's nine and one, also on the last two, and Mackenzie. She is a straight-up beast on the ground, right? She's jujitsu royalty. And the crazy thing is, she has only just gone and gone to bloody um, Jason Perillo, right? And when you see her training footage, her striking is so much better. Like so much better than what it was And that was one of her issues Right Her her, her striking was just a bit ooh, Like we saw it in the Rebass fight You know Rebass was just owning her on the feet So yeah Her striking is vastly improved I know She was upset she wasn't able to utilise it in her last fight But She's got the great, like she slips, right? She slips. So, Marcus on top, and then she submits with an armbar. So, she is so dangerous. So dangerous. And now, added a new weapon. So, I, I kind of feel that Mackenzie, you know what I mean? I think Mackenzie gets this one. I I think it'll be interesting. I I'm looking forward to seeing some grappling exchanges. But yeah, I say Mackenzie gets it done. So um then our last fight on the prelims. It's another featherweight clash. Hey, we have got uh yeah good few featherweights on this card, man. Uh, and we have the return. Of Cub Swanson He is throwing down with Daniel Pineda And uh, yeah This should be good Right so the pit He is 27 and 13 To no contests He's on a 5 fight win streak Pineda is uh, He ain't no joke You know what I mean He has been doing his Thing Right, which is, uh, yeah, pretty impressive You know, pretty impressive When you see the number of fights he has got Right, so, um, yeah, this is his second stint in the UFC Right, he he was in the UFC ooh, Back, back in the day Right, uh, he fought in the UFC on Fox 1 card <laughs> Yeah, the... Uh, the first, um, you know, 20th of January 2012, which just, man, that seems so long ago, right? So he won his t- first two fights, but, you know, then he uh, he lost two, won one, then he lost another two, and unfortunately got the cut, but he went on the regional scenes. You know, won some, um, you know, won free in Legacy, got to um, Bellator. He unfortunately went two and one over there. What? Sorry, one and two. 
went back to the regionals, and um, yeah, unbeaten, went to um, PFL, the 2019 season, um, both fights are, un- uh, you know, no contest, I think it was a weed thing, right, I, I think that was the, the crazy shit, but yeah, came back to UFC, um, UFC 252, which was Mayochic v Cormier 3 in August, and he beat Herbert Burns, yeah, you know, TKO'd him, got him a crucifix and elbowed him to death, right, so Pineda is legit, but he's stepping in with an OG, right, Cub motherfucking Swanson, WEC vet, been in the UFC for so damn long, right, 26 and 11, won his last fight, which, yo, was, uh, you know, a great fight with Crone Gracie, but unfortunately, he got injured, UFC, I'm sorry, Quintet Ultra, right, which was the 12th of December, 2019, so, yeah, he's literally been out a year, and he's making his comeback, he's been in there with everyone, you know what I mean, he's been in there with everyone, he has fought so many high-level fighters, you know what I mean, so, yeah, uh, it, it, it's, it, he's impressive, man. He he can win so many ways. Jiu-jitsu, he can knock you out. He has got skills. A gang of skills, right? Came to UC in... um, Yeah, like, basically, he, he came in literally just after Pineda. The week after Pineda, right? So, um, yeah... Man, they, yeah, they've been doing their thing for basically the same amount of time. Um, I've, I mean, it's a tough one. I feel this is going to be a great fight. I'm going to say Cub, right? I'm going to say Cub. Um, I think it's going to be a war, though. I really, I, yeah, I feel it's going to be a war. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say Cub. Man. What a great fight to take us into the the main card, right? Ah, oh, it's going to be so much fun, people. So we start the main card with a heavyweight clash that is... Oh, shit, this fight, right? We got, you know, a vet against a young gun. You know, Junior Dos Santos against Cyril Gunn. Man, it was meant to happen a few weeks back. But, uh, hmm, I think Junior got COVID. I believe that was the thing. So, you know, it got postponed a bit. But Chigango, he's back. He's 21 and 8. He's, you know, coming off a bit of a, a rough patch. You know, he's lost his last three. But, you know, that was... Uh, Jazinho Rosenstruck, which was in August this year. Um, before that, he fought Curtis Blades 
in January. And then he lost to uh, Francis Ngannou in June last year. So, yeah, you know, but look at those opponents, right? But before that, you know, one he's like three before that, Derek Lewis, tied to Avasa, Blagov Ivanov. Um, but, you know, he's been in there with a the current champ a couple of times. You know, they're one-on-one, -on -one, right? Beat Stipe and then lost to Stipe. But, yeah, you know, he's been in there with Overeem, Rothwell, Velasquez. You know, they had three, they had a trilogy, right? He he won that one on UFC on Fox 1. <laughs> oh, man, that... That whole real quick, crazy-ass knockout. So, yeah, you know, Junior has been in there. He has done it. You know, he, he can shut your lights out. Right? He can shut your lights out. Came to the UFC in um, October 20, 2008. Right? He um, beat... Fabricio Verdum Yeah <laughs> Man Those were the crazy ass days man Whew. But yeah you know Junior can definitely Get shit done But he is going up Against Bongamin You know who is 6-0 On a 6 fight win streak He's, you know, France's big thing, really. And we have seen some impressive shit out of Khan. Like, he has looked really good on the feet. And he's got, you know, two of his three fights. He's got submissions. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so he made his debut in August of 2019 with a triangle over Raphael Possessa. Um, he then beat Dontel Mays two months later in October, and well, the thing, crazy thing with that fight, he was you know doing damage, and then I remember he just dropped back and hit a heel hook, and it was just like, what the fuck? Hey, he beat Tanner Boza, right? And we know how good Boza is, and that fight, yeah, two months after the last one. You know what I mean? He's active, right? He fought three fights in, um, yeah, six months, which you don't usually see from a heavyweight. You know, so, yeah, I feel that he gets it done. I think Gan wins because before that, his first three fights, he won with his hands, right? TKOs. So he can submit you, he can turn your lights out. Right? And there's not many heavyweights that can do it like that. So um yeah, I say that uh yeah, I feel gang gets it done. And I feel but I think this oh this is a good ass fight to start off the pay-per-view, people. Oh shit, it really is. So from there, another incredible fight, right? So Kevin Holland was meant to fight last weekend against Jack Hermanson. 
Um, unfortunately, it got pulled due to COVID. Um, and Vittori took his place. And Holland took Vittori's place because Vittori was originally fighting uh, Jacare Sosa. Right? So, um, yeah, it's a little switcheroo, some musical chairs, but we still had two excellent fights. So, yeah, this is a middleweight clash. And, um, yeah, Jacare, he's a 26 and 8. With one no contest. He's coming off two losses. But. Right. Those two losses. Right. So uh, there was Jean Balog. There was the current middleweight champion. Jean Balak. God. Jean Blakowicz. Right. Which was um, in November last year. And yeah. In April Last year, he lost to um, Jack Hermanson, but right, he he's he stopped Chris Weidman in a war. You know, he, he lost to Kevin Gastelin, Kelvin Gastelin, did, beat Derek Brunson, lost to um, Whitaker, but beat Tim Bosch, beat Vito Belfort. You know. Had a split decision loss to Yal Romero. Uh, hey, he beat Gegard Mousasi, who is the current Bellator middleweight champion. Right, so Jacare is no joke. You know, he, he was, I believe he was the Strike Force champion. You know, he is a, whew, he's a superb grappler. Right, black belts all over the shop. You know, Jackery is no joke. Um, yeah, but he's going up against a trailblazer. Right, Holland is twenty and five. I didn't even realize Holland had had so many fights. He's on a four-fight win streak. Four-fight win streak, people. You know what I mean? Which um. Yeah, all this year. He has fought four times this year. How fucking crazy is that? Right? Yeah. And all within post reopening. You know, beat Anthony Hernandez in May. Right? He then beat Joaquin Buckley in August. He beat Darren Stewart in September and then beat uh, Charlie Ontiveros in uh, October. You know, didn't get a fight in November, but he's basically, you know, he's fought in the last few months. He's just been doing it, man. He, you know, and he's got knockouts. Right, he, he can grind it to a decision. So, remember, he came via the Contender Series. Right? Came via the Contender Series. And he basically, uh, he won via decision. And Dana was like, you talk too much, man. He's just like, yo, I will fight anyone. You know, he just put me in with anyone. 
And um, Tiago Santos, he had an opponent drop out. And he was a late replacement. And he went a decision. Right? And didn't look rubbish. Right? And didn't look like he was out of his league. So, Kevin Holland is legit. You know, he's only one loss in the UFC. That's to Brandon Allen. Um, but... Yeah, I feel he he understands what happened in that one. Uh, he he's competed in um, grappling tournaments, so yeah, Holland is legit, and I think, I think, he's gonna be able to get this one. You know, because when you watch him fight, it's uh, it's the educated striking that he's got. Right, he he's got great striking movement. Because remember, Buckley came at him like a motherfucking steam train, and he avoided all those shots. He like he can roll with a shot. You know, he's very smart in his approach. So, um, yeah, I, I, I yeah I feel that Holland. Has got enough to be able to get this done. And he's been in there. Four times this year. So he is so comfortable with. You know just the way. How everything is going. And he like the octagon is basically his second home right now. You know. So yeah. I think it's going to be a great fight. Uh, So we then go to our. Um. First of our lightweight fights, and we have got Renato Moracano against Rafael Fieza. So, you know, Ataman is eight and one, coming off two wins. Okay, so uh, his last win was marked to Casey in July, uh, and then before that. He beat Alex White in October last year. You know that he like he's had three fights so far in the UFC. He lost his debut, but that was to Maganov Mastavev, who is you know, he, he is tough, right? Um, but yeah, then won his next two, right? So he's um, yeah, you know he's got a a good number of stoppages. He's got um, a submission. It looks like only one submission. But, so, you know, he does understand grappling. Uh, most likely. Right? Um, now, he's going up against, yeah, Morikano. Who, uh, you know, he's 14-3-1. and one, Right? Coming off a win in his last fight. Which was against Damir Hadvovic. That took place in March. You know, so he hasn't been able to fight in this current situation. Um, Yeah, he's meant to. But I think it was a COVID situation that scuppered that one. Right, so he did have a rough patch. You know, but uh, yeah. Looks like he came out of that. And Morikano has fought some tough-ass fights. Right? Had a... 
very close win over Calvin Cater. He beat Cub Swanson. You know, who's also on this card. Lost to Brian Ortega. But remember that fight. He was all over Ortega in that one. Right? But then just got choked out Ooh, in that last round. Uh, he's beat Jeremy Stevens. That is fought some tough ass opponents. Been in the UFC since December 2014. Right, so um, yeah, he's been around a while. Um, yeah, you know what? He he's he's got submissions. He can um, yeah, he can outwork you. Maracano is tough. I think. Hmm. Like I think Maracano on his day. Can beat Fiesa. It does depend on what Morikano we get. Right? Uh, yeah. It definitely does depend on which Morikano we get. Mm, but I'm going to say he gets it done. Yeah. I'm going to go Morikano for the win, people. Which takes us to... Oh man, the co-main event, which it is such a shame. This is only three rounds. Ah, because Tony Ferguson is so fun to watch. Right, so um, yeah, he steps in against Charles Oliveira. Oh man, this is a good one. Right, so, Dubronx, he has been on a bit of a run of late. Right, he's 29 and Eight, won no contest. It's won his last seven fights. Right? He won his last seven fights. You know, which, uh, you know, last one was Kevin Lee. That was in March. Um, yeah, Jared Gordon, Nick Lentz, David Tamur, Jim Miller. Christios Gigos and Clay Guida. So, they're all very tough opponents. Right? All very tough opponents. He hasn't necessarily fought anyone in the upper echelons. There is that. You know, he lost to Paul Felder when they fought. Lost to um, Ricardo Lamas, Anthony Pettis. Max Holloway, so when it's kind of gone up a little bit, he has slipped, but he is legitimately tough, right, he's been in the UFC since August 2010, beat Darren Elkins on his debut, right, so, um, yeah, he, he's been in there, he's done it, he's floated around division-wise, but, um, yeah, Dubronx, he can get it done, right, he, he's got jiu-jitsu, you know, he's won a number of fights that way, you know, so, um, yeah, <laughs> can he do it at this level, El Kuk El Cuccio 
isn't going to, yeah, he's not going to be the one that lets him. Right, so um, Ferguson is 25 and 4. He lost his last fight against, um, you know, Gaethje, right? UFC 249 in May. First card back. But remember, right? Gaethje was a late replacement. You know, he'd been training for Khabib. Everyone knows all the craziness went around that fight. And Ferguson has just been in there doing his thing, grinding, trying to get that shot, right? So, I think you can allow him a slip, right? You can allow him a slip, and he'd cut weight, like, the week before. So, I I think people feel that was probably detrimental to it. So, there's a lot around that fight. Now, not to say he didn't lose, but... It's Tony fucking Ferguson, right? It's the motherfucking boogeyman. And he can fuck you up so many ways. So many ways, right? He will stop you on your feet. He will choke you out. He is just tough as fuck. He is beat so many high-level people. Josh Thompson. Edson Barboza, you know what I mean, Rafael Dos Anjos, Kevin Lee, Anthony Pettis, Donald Cerrone, hey, he, he's fucked up a number of top level motherfuckers, so I kind of feel Tony Ferguson, he's going to get it done, you know, because he wants that title, I feel he's going to win this, and hopefully he gets a title shot, right? That's how I feel. Ferguson, yeah, Ferguson all day, son. Champ shit only. You feel me? <laughs> so, people, that then takes us to the main event. Davison Figueredo against Brandon Moreno for the flyweight belt. Figueredo's first defense. Right, his first defense, which he won, um, yeah, against um, you know Joseph Benavides. You know they had their two fights, which was yeah, kind of crazy. You know, um, but he managed to win it on Fight Island. Right, he then beat Alex Perez. You know, at the end of November He got that crazy Quick guillotine in that one You know, beat Benavides with a rear naked You know, beat Tim Elliott with a guillotine And he stopped a number of people Right, he's got that power Right Put out John Moraga with a body punch Stopped Joseph Morales with shots you know what I mean? He can fuck you up. Right? Came to the UFC in June 2017. UFC 212. Aldo Holloway. Their first encounter. So, um, yeah, he's been around for a while. And he's been fucking people up 
for a while. You know what I mean? Only one loss in the UFC against a Juicy A Formiga. But uh yeah. Yeah, he, he he there's there's no uh taking away how tough Figueredo is. But he is going up against the assassin baby. <laughs> it's 18 5 and 1 on a 4 5 win streak. And um yeah, gotta say, right? He so he's got a the draw against Askar Askarov. That was not a draw. That really he won that fight. That was such an insane um decision. It really was. So yeah, you know, he is tough as fuck. Tough as fuck. Real good grappling. You know, competed in combat jiu-jitsu. You know, so yeah, he 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 only lost in combat jiu-jitsu with escape time. That was it against Richard Alcon. Um so yeah, look look, he and the Sergio Pettis fight, he won that fight. Again, that was a, a terrible decision. Terrible decision. So uh, yeah. You know, came to UFC via the Ultimate Fighter. Um, ooh, season twenty-four, season twenty-four, but yeah, great jujitsu, great jujitsu. Be um Louis Smoker with a guillotine, who we just saw win, right? So yeah, so many um, yeah, so many submission wins, man. He's legit. And I think, look, we've seen him take punches, right? We've seen him take punches. And that, you could say that's his one weakness. Like, he can be hittable at times. But I feel that we have seen him improve on that. You know? So, um, I think, I think we're going to see and new. Yeah, I feel we're going to see and new. I think Moreno can take those shots. He is just as dangerous on the ground. I think he's going to get it done. Yeah, people, my money is on Moreno for the win. And yeah, look at the track record, people. Look at the track record. I've been right a lot. So, yeah, there it is. This is such an awesome Hard and fingers crossed, you know what I mean? It stays intact, you know what I mean? Fingers crossed, it stays intact. I did see though, um, Ferguson put out a post, right? And he said, If Charles Oliveira comes in four or five pounds heavy, he is not taking the fight because, yeah, you know. He feels Charles Oliveira when he can say he's had a, you know, short notice fight. He comes in heavy. And uh, to be honest, I would love to see this fight. But it's fair. That's a fair thing. And Ferguson took the fight on the same amount of notice. You know what I mean? 
Oliveira's been calling for the big shot. So let's hope he does not come in heavy. Right? Let's hope he, you know, he's professional, comes in. But yeah. Man, my fingers are crossed that everything goes well. Because I cannot wait for this shit. I cannot wait, people. So, uh, yeah, there it is, people. There it is. Okay, so if USC 256 isn't enough, people, Chael has put together... A really fun submission underground card, right? You know, it's the 19th event, and uh, yeah, we got some fun fights. Unfortunately, it looks like COVID has taken away our Ryan Bader, Derek Lewis, and Anthony Johnson Fabicio Radum fights. But we still have, oh, we still have nine others on the card. So it's a stacked main event. And we start things off with David Garmo against Danny Propopos. Um, so, yeah, Garmo, he, man, in his last fight, he, he won against Cody Steele at fight to win. Um, 150, which took place in August. That's a, you know what I mean. That's no easy fight. Cody still is uh, he's tough as shit. But yeah, Cody's fought on submission in the past. So um, yeah, you know he's tough, right? Um, you know he's fought against some tough people. Fought against some tough people. You know he he's lost a lot, but yeah. When you see the people that Garmo has fought against, you know what I mean? I, they're no joke, right? But he is going up against Denny Prokopos, who um, I know I've seen him fight, but his topology record is blank. Not helpful. Not helpful at all. So, um, yeah. Gonna have to go with uh, Garmo with um, that one, I feel. Right? I mean, what else can we do, people? What else can we do? You know? Um, that then takes us to Charles Gilpin against Paul Kaufman. So, Gilpin, we have seen at um, submission before. You know, he fought Tobias Baker. Um, at 14 in May, and he beat Jake, and he fought Jake Smith at uh, 13 in April. So he beat, um, you know, he beat Smith via Kimura. He lost to Baker. Um, that was in overtime. You know, he lost armbar in overtime. So yeah, he he has been around. He's done his thing. You know what I mean? Um, he's also fought MMA. Right? Fought MMA in the amateurs. Uh, so, yeah, Gilpin, he... Uh, hey, he's no joke. 
right? He's going up against um, Paul Kaufman, who, um, again, Tapology let me down with the records. Nothing. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, what else can we do? We're going with, um, you know, Gilpin. And I've seen him, seen him do his thing, and he is good. Right, so our next fight, we have got Philip Schwartz against Alex Lamy. So, um, Schwartz, he, uh, yeah, he fought at Submission Underground 17 in August. He lost to uh, Frank Rosenfall. Um, Rosenfall caught him in an armbar. Um, and he boxed, had a boxing fight, yeah, end of last year, he's had a few, okay, interesting, right, so, um, he also does MMA, so he's fought a, a, yeah, a number of MMA fights, he had some other grappling fights, um, yeah, things like, things haven't been going his way of late, but yeah, you know he's been going out there. He's fought some real tough people, you know. So yeah, props for all of that. You know, Lamy, he's uh, yeah, he fought at Submission Underground eighteen in October. He lost to Aaron Takes. That was a good fight. That was a good fight. Things went better for him at Submission Underground 16, where he was able to get a win over Lee Flores. Um, that was escape time. Uh, that was in July. Yeah, you know, he's been at a few submissions, right? He he uh, lost to Dan Stoner in April. That was over, uh, you know, escape time. He beat Thomas Patrick in um, March, submission under round 12. That was via overtime. He lost to Skid Scroob, um at submission underground 10. Right, so, um, yeah, he's fought in fight win a few times. He, you know, he, he's done his thing, and... Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Lamy for the win here. You know, I, I think he's able to uh, get it done. Um so that then takes us to Oh I think maybe the first of our high high level fights, right? We got Chris Leone, the sunshine one, against Andrew Alexander. And um yeah, so Alexander, he he fought at Submission Underground 18. He beat Pablo Alfonso. That was a really, really good one. Got a rear naked choke just before the end. Um, he lost to Jordan Holly at Submission Underground 14 in May. But, look. If you watched Combat Jiu-Jitsu last week, you see how tough Holly is, right? Also lost to Ethan Krenlinson 
at Submission Underground 13, but Ethan Krenlinson, another combat jiu-jitsu vet and a legit badass. He beat um, Joe Baez at Submission Underground 5. In, that was October 2017. Seems like so long ago. Oh, man. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. All them years back. But, um, yeah, you know, Alexander, is he's a good grappler, right? But he's going up against uh, Leone, right? He won his last three fights. Um, and, yeah, he, he got a, a good win over J.M. Holland. Um, so it's Combat Jiu-Jitsu World, so lightweights. So that was a, uh, a rear naked choke in overtime. You know, he, he was able just to, yeah, withstand all of Holland's pressure in the main portion of the fight. Went to overtime. He, uh, yeah, escaped Holland and then caught him on his go. So it was a good, it was a good fight. He beat um, AJ Agusman in Bellator. He also competed in Submission Underground 13 and 12. Got a win over Austin Doffman at 13. That was via escape time. Um, and beat Logan Skinner at 12 with a rear naked choke in overtime. You know, he, he, yeah, he does MMA as well. He's current Bellator fighter. You know, he's um four and one in Bellator, so a decent record, man. Um you know I went against Leone last time. Ain't gonna do it again. I'm gonna say Leone for the win against Alexander. I think it's gonna be a good fight. Right, so then we go to uh, Brett Primos against Craig. Jones, ooh, oh my days, right, this, this should be fun, oh man, so, um, Primus was able to, uh, yeah, get the win over Jake Shield at Submission Underground 14, grabbed an armbar in overtime, yeah, um, yeah, won his last a Bellator. Actually, won his last couple of Bellator fights. Um, yeah, I don't think we, he's really competed in any other grappling. He was meant to do a few grappling tournaments. Um, but yeah, they, they kind of fell through. Right, so... Um, yeah, this will be interesting. Unfortunately for Primus... It's going up against Craig fucking Jones, right? Craig is legit. You know, he had those two, oh, big battles against Mason Fowler at Submission Underground 16 and 17. But before that, right, he, he was just running through everyone. Big Gabriel Checo, Wagner Roche, Vinny Magalhães, Kevin Casey, Gilbert Burns. You know what I mean? 
He was getting it done. Getting it done. Um, so, yeah, beat Anthony, uh, you know, Anthony Johnson at Submission Underground 9. He also had the win over Mason Fowler in the, you know, 2019 ADCCs, right? So, um, I mean, it's Craig Jones, right? It's, it's tough to go against Craig Jones. I don't think Primus can get it done. You know, I think it, it, you've got to give him props for be willing to step in there. But, yeah, no. He, he, he's not being Craig Jones. So we then go to uh, Gabriel Checo against little, little Kevin Casey. Hmm. So old uh, Danger Checo. He's 11 and 5. Coming off a loss in his last outing. Which was at Submission Underground 18. He lost to Will, William Fatick. Tackett. Uh, before that, it was the loss to Craig Jones. Beat Austin Vanderfolk. Before that, though, at Submission 14. And Jake Ellenberger at 13. You know, he, he's done a number of... Um, yeah, just done a number of grappling competitions. You know, extensive MMA career as well. You know, he's a tough dude, old Checo. Uh, but, yeah, he's going up against old King Kevin Casey. You know, who is a 9-6-2, two, two no contests. Coming off a free... Um, yeah, well, a couple of uh, grappling losses. Um, you know, Richie Martinez caught him at... You, Submission Underground 16, Craig Jones at 12. Beat Go- he did beat Gokka Go- um, Armabayon. Uh, that was July 2019. And Misha Breakfield at Submission Underground 9. And Misha ain't no joke. You know what I mean? So, you know, he's fought at Combat Jiu Jitsu. You know, and also, he, he, you know, he's fought in um, Bellator. He's fought in the UFC. You know, yeah, he, he's, uh, he's been around. Grappled Richie Martinez in um, Met, uh, Metamoris. You know, back in the day at number uh, seven. <laughs> so, yeah, Kevin Casey, he is tough. He, he, you know, he fought on the Ultimate Fighter back in season seventeen. <laughs> oh man, season seventeen, right? Um, I think Checo might get it. Yeah, I think Checo might be able to pull it off. It's yeah, it's definitely a tough one. Definitely a tough ass fight. But people, our next one. Oh, this is a doozy. We got Rafael dos Santos against Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier? No, sorry. I don't know where that came from. He's fighting Donald Cerrone. Daniel Cormier. That, 
<laughs> I don't think Chow would do that to uh, the Sonyas. That would be crazy. I, and we know what a badass Dasanyas is. He got the win over Paul Felder in his last fight. Right? And if you remember how he just took out Paul Magny, caught him with an arm triangle, just, yeah, walked through him. UFC 215, Nunes v. Shevchenko 2. Right? It was all over in the first round. Is very tough, very tough, now, when they meet, when they fought in MMA, you know, Dasanyas was able to uh, get the nod, right, so this is kind of a rematch, to some extent, right, kind of a rematch, hmm, yeah, and remember, in his, like, early, early UFC career, he was pulling off a number of submissions, right? Number of submissions. But, yeah, Donald Cerrone, the cowboy, he's also no joke when it comes to submissions, right? I think the last one was the armbar over Mark, Mike Perry, which... How fucking great was that? Right? That was an awesome armbar. You know? So, um, yeah, Cowboy can get it done. Got a triangle over Alex Oliveira. Right? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. He's a, he's a tough son of a bitch. Choked out Edson Barboza. You know what I mean? Um, Evan Dovin, you know, yeah, he, he is very, very good when it comes to jiu-jitsu, so this, this is gonna be fucking fun, this is really gonna be fun, man, ooh, damn, I say... Um, I think Cowboy can get it done. I think Cowboy can get it done. You know? Yeah. He's, um... Look, he, he does... He, he can get revenge on people, right? WEC lost to Jamie Varner. Then he beat him. You know? Lost a couple of times to Benson Henderson. Uh, at WEC. Beat him in the UFC. Right? So, um... Yeah, Cowboy can definitely get it done. You know, he beat Charles Oliveira, right? Mm-hmm. He's beat Wagner Roche. So, yeah, I'm going to say Cowboy. Yeah. I mean, that's going to... I feel this is going to be a fun fight. I really hope, though, that Chael ups the time limit. Hope he ups the time limit. So then, people, we go into our co-main event. Oh, this is good, too. we got Amanda Lewin against Felicia Spencer. <laughs> so the terror, you know, we, we last saw her in her fight against Amanda Nunes, you know, which she wasn't able to get it done, you know, but... 
and we, we saw a great submission out of her in her fight against Megan Anderson. Okay, so that was that was May 2019. She you know she was doing her thing in Invicta. I believe she was the Invicta champion, right? And she won her last two Invicta fights with rear naked chokes. You know, so yeah, she is very good on the ground, Spencer. Very good on the ground. But you know what I mean? But she's going up against Amanda Lewin, right? Who is so, so, so tough. You know, had fought in MMA in her am- in the amateurs, right? Where she went unbeaten, and yeah, in her pro grappling career, she is just been doing it. She's an you know a submission underground vet. Beat Sarah Kaufman at Submission Underground 5. Sarah Kaufman is tough. And no joke on the ground. Right? Beat uh, Jessica I at Submission Underground 15. Erin Hall at Submission Underground 16. Gillian Anderson at 17. Man. Then went out. Beat Nikki Sullivan the next month. Submissions on the shore. And then she's back. And look. Spencer is tough. There is no joke. Spencer is tough. But all Levin does. Is take people's limbs. That's all she does. That's her focus. And uh, yeah. I think she does it again. You know she's. Yeah, she fights out of an awesome camp. You know, so yeah, you know, she's 10th planet. I feel she gets it done, man. I feel she gets it done. But that, that takes us to the main event, right? It's for the gold. Mason Fowler is putting his belt on the line. And he's going up against fucking Ishii. This, this is a fight. This is some tough ass shit. Damn, you know he he's um yeah he he went to uh, move to Croatia, right? He he's now fighting out of Krokop's team. He's a judo expert. <laughs> okay, so um yeah now he has um moved to MMA he's been doing a lot of MMA stuff but uh you know he is tough he he's beat Frank Mir right that was in Quintet 3 yeah you know hmm Ishii, man, this is going to be a fun fight. But he's going up against Mason Fowler. And we saw, you know, Mason is tough. Mason is so tough. You know, he he got the win over Craig a couple of times. He beat uh, Vinny. You know, escape time. 
He beat Roberto Jimenez. And Jimenez is so tough. Right? Now, obviously, there was a size difference there. Same with Cody Steele. But he still got those wins. And I don't think... I just don't think uh, Ishii can beat him. You know, I think Cray... Um, sorry, Mason has been focusing on this shit. You know, he, he's not... Um, he hasn't had an MMA fight since 2015. You know, so, um, yeah. I'm going to say because his focus is just on this. Ishii, he's been doing some other shit, right? But Mason, he's only lived and breathed grappling. So, yes, I'm going to say that, uh, yeah, Mason is and still. <laughs> but, people, I cannot wait. This is a great card. Man, some great fights at uh, just the perfect way to end the weekend, right? Perfect way to end the weekend, people. So, uh, yeah, uh, there you go. Submission Underground 19, last card of the year. Okay, people, so we are drawing to an end on another jam-packed episode. And um, there has been some news, right? There's definitely been some happenings, some rumblings in the MMA sphere. So... Before her last fight, Rachel Olshevitz was saying she's fighting for her career, right? And, yeah, that was true, right? She understood. She'd lost a lot of fights. She hadn't really been fighting a lot, so she needed a win. Unfortunately, she lost, and, uh, yeah, she's now being released from the UFC. But here's the thing. You know, Oshevich is talented So I imagine, right, if she was to go to um, Invicta You know, where she fought before, right, LFA, somewhere like that A few wins and she can make it back, you know Um... Other news So this isn't It's. It seems out of the blue But to be honest It's not overly Unexpected So Anthony Rumble Johnson He's just signed with Bellator Yeah Now the, the thing about it is Right Rumble had talked about coming back Right He talked about coming back ages ago but then only, gosh, I think in September, August or September, he was like, oh, I've just re-entered USADA. Which was a bit like, if you were that serious, why didn't you enter sooner? And there's the kind of thing. So in Bellator, he's going to be competing in heavyweight and light heavyweight division. I kind of feel there was a hesitance to do it. Because, you know, Jones is now at heavyweight Right, and it's just like uh, Every time he, he took that step up 
in the UFC, it didn't quite work out. Not to say Anthony Johnson isn't talented, he really is. But going somewhere new where you have no history, right? You can just come in and just do your thing, right? There's no baggage. So I, I see him going to Bellator because it's, it's fresh ground, right? And he's looking at it and thinking, I can beat all of them motherfuckers. And you know what? I think he could too. So, uh, yeah. He supposedly will be making his debut early 2021. So uh, let's see what happens with all of that. All right, so... Um, Man, things have definitely been changing for Amanda Rebus. You know, she was first meant to fight um, Carla Esparza at the weekend, but that fight fell through. Um, then she was scheduled to fight Michelle Walderstone in January at USC 257. Unfortunately, um, Walderstone had to withdraw. But it looks like Marina Rodriguez is stepping in for that challenge. So, um, you know, that will be uh, still a fun fight. Then the following month in February, on the 13th to be precise, at UFC 258, it is finally official. Uriah Hall will be rematching with Chris Weidman. So that's an interesting one, you know. Weidman won the first fight. Let's see what happens this time around. Um, then the following week on the 20th of February, Eddie Wineland is fighting John Castaneda. And on the 20th of March, Adrian Yanez is fighting Gustav Lopez. So people, that is it for today We are done Now remember, Cage Warriors, the trilogy starts tomorrow Right, so um, yeah, tune in I'm definitely going to be uh, yeah, taking a look at that one um, Then they go again on Friday And the trilogy ends on Saturday so, um, hey, a lot of fun happening in the Cage Warriors ring. So, people, we will be back on Friday to uh, bring you all the big news that's been going down. All right, people, take it easy, enjoy the fights, and we'll see you on Friday. Peace.